Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation is driven by one goal, housing affordability for all. They're about solving housing affordability together. CMHC offers supply-oriented programs, funding programs, market intelligence, research, data, and a team dedicated to push the boundaries of housing innovation. Visit cmhc.ca to learn more about how you can play a role in their ambitious goal that by 2030, everyone in Canada has a home that they can afford and meets their needs. CMHC helps make housing affordable in many ways. Learn more about Canada's national housing strategy, funding, research, and so much more at cmhc.ca. We at On The Way Home would like to acknowledge the original stewards of whose lands this podcast is recorded on. In York Region, we recognize we're on the traditional territories of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Anishinaabe peoples, and that this is the treaty lands of the Mississaugas of the Credit. And in Vancouver, we acknowledge that we are on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples, the Musqueam, Squahomish, and Tsleil-Waututh, whose presence on these lands continue to this day. Welcome to On The Way Home, a podcast dedicated to the issues surrounding homelessness and the incredible experts making a difference in the lives of homeless people. Remember to subscribe to the podcast anywhere you're listening and share it with a friend. Now, here are Michael Braithwaite from Blue Door and Stefania Secha from the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness with today's guest. Welcome to another edition of On The Way Home. I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, as always, Stefania, how are you? Good, Michael. How are you doing today? You know what? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I work between two spaces, and one is uh, more outdoorsy. And I was there last week, which was fantastic. <laughs> um, it it's amazing how much just a change of scenery can help mm-hmm. with your mindset just a little bit. So I'm refreshed, ready to get back at it, uh, and solve the world's uh, challenges around housing and homelessness. Uh, with our fabulous partners at the Canadian Alliance and Homelessness. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, same as you, uh, getting out to the parks where, you know, you kind of feel safest. I have a three-year-old, so it's nice to give them some space to run around free. Uh, But yeah, after coming off a couple days off, it's nice to get back at it and refocus. And having said that, very, very excited uh, to tackle specifically today uh, the housing issue. So perhaps you'd like to introduce our guests. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We have had before in another um, iteration of this show, we've had a guest from uh, CMHC on, Steph Jones, and he was fabulous. And they continue to do amazing work and have different innovative projects and things happening. So, so happy today to have uh, Bridget and uh, Sarah join us. So let me tell you a little bit about Bridget. Uh, She is the senior manager of the Housing Supply Challenge at the at Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation. The, the Housing Supply Challenge is a Government of Canada initiative that asks Canadian innovators to propose solutions that reduce barriers to housing supply in Canada. Very exciting. And she is joined by Sarah, and Sarah is the senior specialist uh, for program oversight for the forthcoming Housing Supply Challenge in the policy and innovation sector at CMHC. Sarah believes access to affordable, adequate, and suitable housing is foundational to creating a more, resi- more resilient communities and a more equitable world. Well said, Sarah. And welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. 
Yeah, we're so excited to have both of you on to talk about the uh, the housing supply challenge. So uh, I think folks would be really excited to learn more about it, uh, hence why we're uh, pumped to have you guys here to talk more about it. So to start things off really simply, uh, can you tell us what it is and what do folks get out of it? Sure, um, I'm happy to jump in on that one. So the Housing Supply Challenge is a different kind of federal funding program. Um, it was announced in Budget 2019. We have $300 million to spend over five years, specifically to tackle barriers to housing supply. So instead of um, you know a typical funding program where you, you apply and it's a very narrow uh, focus, this one is a little bit more broad, and uh, we're looking to really tackle those things that get in the way of, get in the way of building housing. Listen, everyone loves a challenge, me included, but why do a challenge for housing? Well, a challenge methodology is um, its kind of unique. It's where you know your objective. You have a big problem and a big objective, but you don't know how to get there. And so with a challenge, um, what you can do this way is sort of say, this is the big, broad question. Where does this impact you locally, people of Canada, and how can you solve it locally in your community? So then people come forward and say, well, this is my barrier to housing supply in my community, and this is my idea for how to solve it. So what you do is you have a, a clear objective, no clear way to get there. You need local problems and local solutions, and then, and then it brings people together. So we know that nobody can solve um, housing supply issues alone. People need to work together. You know, at CMHC, we only have 2,000 staff. We can't solve housing supply for the entire country. And we also don't know best what works in every community. People know best what works for them. And so a challenge says, great, here, here's what we're asking you to do in each of these different rounds that we're going to run of the challenge, each one on a different barrier area. You tell us what the problem is. You tell us how you're going to fix it. Um, and, and, you know what we find also with the challenge methodology is that people come forward who maybe don't even work in housing. Maybe they just have a great idea. Or there's people who work in housing and they have this great idea, but there's no money, uh, there's no incentive to sort of get it started. So with the challenge program, we can say, here's some money for you. Try this idea. See if you can make it work. And then CMHC will help you stand it up and run with it. I think that's great. And I think anytime we can address those issues, you know, this whole podcast is dedicated to finding solutions to housing and homelessness. So um, discussing those barriers is really, really key. And it's so interesting how you guys are approaching that with this challenge. So, so what, so you touched on this a little bit, but what are some of the barriers to housing supply and why does it matter? Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll take that one. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm sure that folks who listen to your podcast already know that housing is really complex, um, that there are lots of interesting challenges and solutions and really exciting things going on across the country. And the barriers to the housing supply piece specifically are equally complex and interconnected and interdisciplinary and cross-jurisdictional. And, and so that's what we're trying to get at with the challenge. And so some of the barriers are, you know, there are some of those common, like common complaints that you hear people talk about, right? So, you know, it, it might be that the data about housing and the housing supply that's available is scattered or inconsistent or incomplete, or it's not publicly available, uh, or it's outdated so that, you know, there's a data challenge. Um, you know, you also hear about long approval timelines, long approval processes, delays, lack of trans lack of information or lack of transparency about these processes. You know, it can be difficult to get into the housing development game or or but it's also a challenge for large and savvy operators to, to get supply built at speed and at volume. 
Um, you hear about inefficiencies in construction, you know, construction productivity has remained fairly constant over time, but uptake of new technologies and innovate, innovative methods might be slow. Um, costs are climbing in construction, as I think we've probably all heard about with COVID-19 as well, supply chains being really under a lot of strain. Um, you know, other barriers are, are, you know, start to stray a little bit more into the social side. So, you know, a support for or a lack of support for urban densification and how that might connect with livable cities, which has also been under discussion a lot during the pandemic. You know, we need more housing supply. We need more density. Density has a lot of advantages, but how can we make sure that those developments are livable and are, are good places for the people who, who live there and are places that people want to live ultimately? Um, scaling can be a challenge in housing supply, particularly in affordable housing. You know, there are really good ideas, but they may not spread. It may be difficult to get them to be taken up in new areas. Um, and finally, public perception of new development can be a real challenge for new supply. So NIMBYism, or not in my backyard, um, can prevent construction not only of supportive and deeply affordable housing, but increasingly any new residential construction is facing resistance, public resistance, even when it's within the bounds of existing policy and regulation. So there, there are a host of barriers in the housing supply space um, that we're hoping to tackle through this challenge. And, and so, you know, I think the second part of your question was, why does this matter? Um, and so this matters because, you know, and I think Bridget alluded to this already, you know, we have a lot of, we, I'm talking about CMHC, we have a lot of programs that are for bricks and mortar to build new units, to, to renovate, refurbish existing units. Um, and this program is focused on systemic change. So we've got lots of money that's going to try and build new stuff and build more things. But if the system that enables those things to be built is also slow and clunky and not maybe working as efficiently as it could be or is um, affecting certain portions of the population in ways that are putting them at a disadvantage, then we're not we're not going to get there with those goals. And so that's what this program is really all about. The vision is that by funding a variety of solutions across the country that can reduce or remove some of those barriers, we will enable the creation of more housing supply that is affordable. And, and so people will have more choice and more, more housing options ultimately. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door, provides high-quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart. Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. Absolutely. We need a variety of solutions because we have a variety of challenges. Uh, let's talk a little bit about how um, the housing supply challenge connects to CMHC's goal or your 2030 aspirations. Sure. Well, CMHC has what we call a big, hairy, audacious goal, which is that by 2030, every person living in Canada will have a home that they can afford and that meets their needs. That's a big aspiration. I joined CMHC nearly two years ago and people told me this is what we're working for. And I actually laughed. I said, that's really nice. Good luck. You know, um, <laughs> but the more I've worked in CMHC, I've really drunk the Kool-Aid because I know that everybody at CMHC is genuinely working towards that. Like we are trying to achieve that goal and um, everything we do uh, in the company has a focus on achieving that goal. And so with the housing supply challenge, um, really, you know, we, we appreciate that 
housing affordability is an issue across Canada. That's only been made worse since the pandemic for multiple reasons. And one of the solutions to affordability is more supply. You can't just throw up houses all over the place um, overnight. Wouldn't that be great? But un unfortunately, there's lots of things that get in the way of that being a speedy process. And as Sarah just outlined, those are the barriers we're trying to tackle. So hopefully, it's our goal on our team, for sure, if we can break down these barriers, we can help get housing supply um, out there a little faster, make it more affordable, and that will uh, directly contribute to our big, hairy, audacious goal. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It will. Now tell us about the next round of the housing slide challenge and, and who can apply. Sure thing. Uh, so the next round, this is our second round, is called Getting Started. Uh, it's focused on the pre-development stage of housing development. And so what we mean by pre-development are all of those activities that bring a housing project from idea to the start of construction. So this could include project planning or approvals, obtaining financing, public consultations, all of those things you have to do before you stick a shovel in the ground or have a groundbreaking ceremony or whatever it is you're doing to kick things off. Um, from idea to shovel, that's what we wanna, that's what we wanna focus on. Um, barriers in this pre-development phase of of, of the process could include things like long approval timelines that I talked about a moment ago, community resistance to projects or the people who might be housed there. It could be processes that are not optimized to support innovation or innovative developments. Um, it could be tension between policy and implementation. Um, you know, we've also, we also recognize that the pre-development process plays a huge role in determining what housing actually gets built where. And so breaking down um, systemic and historical barriers to housing based on colonization and racism are really important aspects of this when you start to think about these things from a systemic perspective. So very local contexts mean that there's no single solution to these pre-development barriers that will work everywhere. So for this round, we're looking for innovators from across Canada to submit locally relevant solutions that improve pre-development of housing that is affordable in their own communities. So we're honing right in on that pre-development phase of construction. Um, there are two stages to this round. So, so there's kind of a two-part process. The first stage is concept development. Essentially, off, off the bat, when we open things up, we're looking for um, uh, you know, a concept proposal effectively. And interested folks will have two months to develop their initial proposals. We have an applicant support program that is offered by Evergreen, and they will have resources and events for folks who are looking for assistance with developing these proposals. Um, after stage one, uh, applications will be evaluated and folks will be invited to proceed to stage two. So uh, up to 30 folks will make it through to the stage two process. And essentially anyone can apply. Um, we can give funding to any legally registered organization in Canada. Um, so we expect that we'll see interest from municipalities, from urban planners, housing developers, for-profits, non-profits, any, anyone involved in housing development really. And as Bridget was saying before, you know, folks who are not maybe working in the housing sector at the moment, um, but have ideas or folks who are in the housing sector, but maybe not in the housing de development or housing delivery part of housing. Um, you know, it's a big sector. There's lots of really interesting things going on. Um, so in terms of eligibility, it's pretty wide open. You know, you, your, your application needs to be um, supported by an organization that's able to receive funds from us. So individuals cannot apply, but if you are an organization that can receive funds, we would be happy to see your ideas. 
Well, that's great. And what I think is really exciting about having you folks on today is, you know, this is, uh, there are uh, six rounds in total. So there's this second round and then the rest. Uh, so folks who maybe don't fit into round two's topic, they can check it out and see, well, what's coming up that they can, they can look at. And, and so in your last answer there, you're kind of touching on like how open this challenge is, which I think is really, really great. Just like you know, in and of itself, removing barriers for people to apply. Uh, so my next question is, you know, what are you looking for in applications and how can folks stand out? That's a good question um, because it is it does it does sound really wide open at the top, but we do have objectives and, and things that we're looking for and, and things we're hoping to achieve. <laughs> um, and ultimately, um, you know, that that's what applicants will need to respond to in their applications. And so um, for the first stage of the getting started round, we are essentially looking for a project proposal or a, a concept for the idea for your solution. So they'll need to describe the barrier in the pre-development process that they are focused on and how it is affecting the creation of housing that is affordable in their area. So, you know, they'll need to identify their, their local geographic area, what the impact of that barrier is right now, like what effect it's having, it's slowing things down, it's making them inefficient, um, and, and how it will, um, how it's affecting specifically housing that is affordable. So there's like some key things we need them to respond to there. So then they'll need to describe, of course, their solution, how they propose to reduce or eliminate this barrier that they've now identified and described, you know, what the impacts will be. So how will it affect the barrier? How, how you know, um, and they'll need to give us some, some description at stage one of how they will continue to move that solution along and turn it into an implementation plan. For stage two, um, the requirements will be much more focused on the project plan. So like once, once, you, once you get through stage one, this kind of concept development piece, the, the requirements are, are relatively light touch. Stage two gets a lot more focused. And so there we're looking for like a, a project budget an implementation plan, uh, you know, what activities do you need to do to make this real? How will you measure your success? Because ultimately the funding that we're awarding through this program is for implementation of the solution. So giving us your good idea is not enough. You need to have that team on board who can implement this thing, build it, make it real, change the system. Um, you know, if, if you have ideas for how the system could be better, like this is the round for you, bring us the idea, but also bring along your team members who are going to help you implement this thing and actually physically make the change. So, you know, you asked about standout applications, like those will be ones that really, that really meet our objectives. So, you know, we're looking for long-term local impact on pre-development of housing that is affordable, that's implementable. So that that's going to be, you know, real, the, the, sort of what we think of as like the implementing authority, that's the organization or the, you know, the, the level of government that's responsible for this part of the process is on board and supportive of this change you wanna make. Um, we're looking for solutions that attract new ideas and resources, bring together different groups. So kind of calling back to that interdisciplinary and multi-jurisdictional aspect of the housing sector and housing challenges. And they'll also employ a people-centered design approach. And that's something that's really important for this round. You know, it, it connects to this priority on local solutions because we want to make sure that the solutions that are coming forward are not just sort of top down or being imposed, that the folks who will be affected by and who will use this solution are supportive of it, that it's something that they want and that the, the folks proposing the solution and implementing the solution have, have really thought about the um, 
thought about the people who will ultimately use it and that those people are part of the solution and part of the implementing team. So those are those are the I've, what, I, what I've done there is describe the objectives, the big objectives of the round. And so, you know, the standout applications will be the ones that knock those out of the park, really. Um, and so it will be really essential for folks to read through all of the applic application materials, uh, which will all be available in great detail on June 9th when we when we open the application portal. So the applica applicant guide and all of the other information that will be available, um, you know, that will help you get there in terms of preparing your application. Well, I think that's great. And I really feel like it's you know, aptly named a challenge because this really does sound like you're challenging folks. But in every challenge, there's an opportunity. So, you know, for folks out there who uh, are full steam ahead on working on a project that kind of fits uh, what you've described, Sarah, I feel like, you know, it'll either inspire them to say, hey, oh my gosh, there's this opportunity, like, let's get it together, let's apply, or folks who have an idea. We're looking for, you know, that chance of finance. Um, I think that's really, really exciting for them to now, like, you know, hit the pavement and get it going. Um, so, so having said that, where can people find out more about the challenge? Absolutely. We have a website, cmhc.ca slash housing supply challenge. And if you go to that website, you will see um, there's a specific link that takes you right to the getting started page. You can scroll all the way down to the bottom and sign up for um, updates and, and information about events. And our first event, event is actually a pre-launch event on May 19th. And uh, we're going to sort of preview the getting started round. We have our CEO, our new CEO of CMHC, Romy Bowers, coming. Uh, to speak with us and Steph Jones, as you mentioned before, he's our vice president of innovation and he'll be there as well. So that's going to be a very fun event. And then we'll open the portal uh, to applications and people can get started right on June 9th. That is fantastic. Very exciting stuff. Thank you so much for coming on the show today for your, we can feel your enthusiasm for this housing supply challenge. It comes through. Um, so I'm sure the rest of the country will be excited to take on this challenge. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks for having us. This is great. Steph, are you ready? Are you up to the challenge? I am so not up to the challenge, but I really, really hope other people are. I mean, it's just not my purview, right? But this is great because, you know, when you think about who our listeners are, you, and we when we've talked about what we wanted this podcast to be, as much as we talk about solutions and talk about the necessary policy changes and the funding and everything, it's really, really nice to take a moment and dedicate a whole conversation to like, hey, here's this really great opportunity to address the housing supply barrier that like definitely exist. So I think it's just exciting whenever we can like talk about what options and opportunities are out there. Well, well listen, I think quite often we're uh, real quick to put all of our problems and, and you know, all of the solutions that we're asking for on government. And mm -hmm. in this case, government saying, hey, we're part of that. But, mm -hmm. you know, the big ideas are out there. You have them. Give them back to us and we'll help, uh, we'll help fund them. You have to be part of the solution too, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Together, and it has to be together, government mm -hmm. and the sector can uh, prevent and end homelessness. And this is an opportunity to do that. So I hope many of our listeners will take part uh, in the Housing Supply Challenge. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, you know, just to touch back on how important it is to work in community because only folks at that local level, you know, are seeing the challenges and barriers, how they are specifically playing out on the ground, right? So I think it's it's really important that uh, those folks are given the chance to, you know, access some federal funding that maybe wouldn't have been there to kickstart that real, that real like, those really innovative ideas um, that, that see a real impact. Absolutely. Every community is a little different. Their challenges mm -hmm. and opportunities are a little different. And, and so this opens up that door uh, for them to move forward with a housing solution. Another great set of guests, mm -hmm. exciting times ahead, um, solutions offered. I don't know. Can we continue this role? I hope so. <laughs> I know Absolutely. so. <laughs> we Absolutely. Can, we will. Yes, we can and we will. And I know so many amazing people out there are up for the challenge. So yeah, Michael, I guess I will see you next week. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. A quick reminder to subscribe to the show on any platform you're listening. And if you'd like to find out more about Blue Door, visit bluedoor.ca. To get more information about the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness, go to caeh.ca. See you next time. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.